Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, from Cardinal Spring Training and the T.R. Hughes Homes, St. Charles Premier New Home Builder Broadcast Center, it's Matt Pauley on KMOX. We do welcome you into another edition of Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley coming your way from Jupiter, Florida. Cardinals Spring Training. Cardinals playing earlier today as they match up against the Mets in Port St. Lucie, and they end up losing by a 3 nothing score. More on that coming up in just a moment or so. Do want to remind you, we are done early today, only about a 45-minute program. We will make way for Billikens basketball. They are looking for their second straight win tonight. They are set to play host to Richmond, a 7 o'clock tip-off. That means Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr. They've got the call of the game at 6.45, and then after tonight's game, just three games left into the in the regular season leading into uh, A-10 play. Busy sports night tonight. The Blues are in action. Uh, they're going to uh, drop the puck at about 7.30 this evening as they wrap up a three-game road trip. They play at Edmonton tonight, coming off a tough loss against Winnipeg yesterday, 4-2. They've been outscored 10-3 over the first two games of this trip, so they will try to uh, right the proverbial ship tonight. We'll see whether or not they are uh, able to do that before they head back to uh, St. Louis, and they're going to match up against Minnesota at home coming up on Saturday. Wanted to mention the Cardinals, wanted to mention City SC. I'll start with City SC real quick. And if you listen to this program and you listen to me, I I don't try to... uh, push myself across as a soccer X's and O's expert. So if you're looking for that tonight on their one nothing loss in the uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup yesterday, uh, there, we have many people who can, who can talk you through the technical side of it. But talking about it from a, uh, a not logistical standpoint, but from a, I don't know, just my thoughts on them losing this game this is a lot at the beginning of the season. And maybe this is a me just misunderstanding things. I don't know. I, there, there's stuff that confuses me or that I just don't get and people need to explain things to me, and that's fine. I, I know when I, when, I, when I don't know stuff, but look, I, I get, I get, I get, I get, I get that the Champions Cup is a big deal, that it's the top teams in North America and it means so much to, to qualify for this. I, I understand all these things. And I'm not even saying that in no way, shape, or form am I saying that 
City didn't take this seriously from everything I know. I I think they did. All I will say on this is I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that this Champions Cup run is not continuing. Now, here's where I am different than like soccer heads because I am a North American I am a, a you know a United States sports fan and I look at things kind of through the prism of that. So to me having success in the MLS regular season is really really important. And not that I am dismissive of these other tournaments and events and championships and all that sort of thing, but I just know what this organization has been through in the last year, which isn't really that much time. I mean, you think about them coming into existence last year, getting into that incredible, off to the incredible, incredible start, Uh, everything that they were able to accomplish last year, then the playoff failure, but even with the playoff failure because of what they did in the Western Conference, they qualified for Champions Cup, and then they go into training camp, and and they're playing a game every three days, it seems like, here in the first couple weeks of, uh, of the season, and the off season is such not a break. It's it's barely any time whatsoever. The season ends and then boom, you're you're it's the the next season has gotten underway. And I just take taking a moment to take a step back and kind of breathe and reassess and evaluate and all these tag words that we like to use. I, I'm I'm not overly upset that their run in the Champions Cup is not going to continue on. That's what I would say. Maybe there is a some level of misunderstanding on my part on how big of a deal this is, but to me, the accomplishment is qualifying for it. The accomplishment is being able to participate in it. In future years, go make a run. That's great. This year, I feel like there's still some treading water as they're trying. I still think they're trying to establish themselves. That's what, as I learn more and more about soccer, because the, the day that the day, the season ended last year, when they lost that game to sporting KC, it, it was almost like when they were talking about this year, that this year was next week. In most sports, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever. The season comes to an end. You spend a little bit of time reflecting upon what just happened before you start progressing to the next thing. And with soccer, it felt like the season ended. Okay, let's just look forward. Don't need to reflect. Don't need to do any of that. We're just, it, again, it, it felt very much like they were going to get back in the film room and they were going to get ready for a match next week. And that's going to be the start of the next regular season. Like, that's just kind of how it felt. And maybe I'm overstating things a little bit. Um, but yeah, you, you played in the champion cup, you, you accomplished that. Now let's see what you can do in terms of following up. What was an incredible MLS regular season last year? Can you, can you continue to be that level, have that level of, uh, you know, competitiveness and be really good. And then if you are, or if you're some version of that, uh, are you able to, to go ahead and, and make a run in the postseason this year like you didn't last year? So, again, I'm not, I don't root against our teams. I really want to see City do well. I, I really do. 
I'm I'm just not torn up over the fact that they lost yesterday. And I to me just making things more simple would be the thing that would make the most sense for me. Again, might come from a place of some misunderstanding. And if you completely disagree with me, you know what? You can text in. I'm not going to be uh I'm not going to tweet at me, text at me, whatever. Tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I might not uh, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on this. They're uh, back at it. They match up against uh, New York at home coming up on Saturday. Not a lot to say on the Cardinals. They uh, play to a, they beat three, nothing by the Mets today, Port St. Lucie. They didn't take a lot of the uh, front end, high end uh, everyday lineup. Nolan Gorman was there. He's one of the guys, uh, Dylan Carlson, who's likely to be the starting center fielder if Tommy Edmond begins the season on the injured list. He was in the lineup. Miles Michaelis, he did make the start. Michaelis making his uh, spring training debut. Goes two scoreless innings, two hits, one strikeout, no walks. Um, gave up really hard contact in his first uh, at-bat to Starling Marte, who almost hit a home run, but it was caught uh, in, under the category of things always even out in baseball. Uh, gave up what turned into a double on a fly ball to deep center field where the play was not made by Dylan Carlson. That could have easily been an out. There was a legit double down the left field line. We're going to hear from manager Oliver Marmel coming up uh, in just a few minutes in our next segment. I don't think there's, I don't think there's much concern about what like any of these established starting pitchers do early on in spring, whether it's Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis, Kyle Gibson tomorrow, We'll eventually see Lance Lynn and Steven Matz. It's a little bit different for those guys because they're going to be held out until I think pretty late into uh, spring training. But um, yeah, nobody's overly worried. Ryan Helsley looked good. That, that was good to see. Helsley was the second pitcher in. You know, a lot of times you see the uh, the high leverage relief pitchers be early into games just to make sure that they're facing off against some of the top hitters for the other team. And that was a good lineup today. The Mets had Francisco Lindor, Starling Marte. Uh, Pete Alonzo among the group that uh, that started today. So that was that was a legit group. Helsley looked good, struck out one, didn't give up a hit. Um, just not a lot done offensively. Five hits, over six with runners in scoring position, left six on, and uh, that's the way it went. Kyle Gibson, by the way, is going to start coming up tomorrow. Certainly uh, looking forward to that. Uh, just the way that we were excited about seeing um, Sonny Gray make his Cardinals spring training debut. Uh, we're just as excited about seeing uh, Kyle Gibson. That's going to be a 12.05 first pitch tomorrow. We will have coverage here on KMOX and across the Cardinals radio network, 11.55 coming up tomorrow morning. But Kyle Gibson will be on the mound for the Cardinals tomorrow, presumably is going to throw a couple innings. All right, we will uh, take a break. And when we return, we're going to go back through what Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel had to say. Uh, we'll talk about early results for Miles Michaelis, whether or not it matters. We'll talk through a couple guys in the bullpen. And we'll talk through the backup center fielder's job, especially if Tommy Edmond starts the season on the injured list. Who would play in center field when Dylan Carlson isn't out there? We're going to get into that a little bit coming up in just a moment or so. From Jupiter, Florida, this is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. More in just a moment right here on KMOX. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Cardinals manager Ollie Marmel, and you're listening to the Sports Open Line on KMOX. This is a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We are done a little bit early tonight. Slew Billikens basketball coverage going to begin with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. at about 6.45 tonight. They play host to Richmond. The Spiders are in town. A 7 o'clock tip-off over at Chaffetz Arena. As we do just about every day on the program, we go back through what was said by Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel as we do our daily fun with audio. Cardinals lose today to the Mets by a 3-0 score. Uh, they did not take a group over there that included a lot of the uh, kind of prime time key players, uh, but Miles Michaelis does make the start. Gave up some hard contact, two hits in two innings. Uh, one of those hits was a double that should have been caught in the outfield by Dylan Carlson. Uh, hard contact that was not um, going down as a hit was an almost home run on the first batter of the game to uh, Starling Marte. He did give up a, a legit hard hit double in there as well. More good than bad for Michaelis. Again, two scoreless innings, one strikeout, no walks, gives up uh, the couple hits. Prior to the game, uh, Oliver Marmel said that uh, at this point, this early on in spring, they're not real worried about the early results for Michaelis. It's more just about getting him out there pitching. First couple outings, not a whole lot. It's similar to these. Let's just let him get out there, get his legs under him again. Um, as we start to move along, he, the thing he's focused on is this guy's in the zone a ton. Other teams know that. They're aggressive. Um, if you look at just swing rate on him compared to other guys, it's, it's high. So it's his ability to not only get ahead, but also be able to throw it out of the zone when he needs to in those chase locations. So a couple things he's doing there, but um, more so that than the next one or two times out it's just just get him out there yeah but as you do look at Michaelis he is a key for this team as he looks to have a bounce back season we keep using that term pitched to a 4.78 ERA that came off a year in 2022 where he had a 3.29 ERA and was an all-star who he really is is probably somewhere uh, in between but certainly they don't want him pitching back to a 4.78 ERA coming up uh, this season and for Michaelis to have that season really the key for him is to uh, simply be able to go out and execute pitches. This is a guy that takes pride in being able to locate his pitches and throw any pitch in any count, kind of being his mantra, but um, being able to execute chase locations 
is a big part of it. A couple other notes from uh, pitchers. Uh, Ryan Fernandez actually pitched yesterday in the uh, 3-3 tie against Boston. He's a Rule 5 guy, so if he doesn't make the roster, he has to be offered back to uh, Boston, or maybe there could be a deal made where they can essentially trade for him. Uh, but he looked pretty good yesterday. was late in the game, but does not give up a hit in one inning. Three strikeouts, one walk. He's going to be given every opportunity to make the team because of his Rule 5 status. And uh, Marmel said what he saw from Fernandez in that outing. He's trying to connect with a couple different things. Um, when he's really good, vertical break on the fastball and then the cutter, the shape of it. And uh, he made some good pitches yesterday. He got some swing miss. Um, that's a big reason why we got him, because he does have the ability to miss bats, but um, handled himself well. I definitely want to see more of it. Um, but yesterday was a good day. He's a Rule 5 guy, so you know Correct. what that means. How does that factor in? You, you need to learn more about him, I'm sure, before. Yeah, yeah, we've got ways to go here. So being able to continue to throw him out there and uh, see him make, um, one, just re not repeat three punch outs, but be able to repeat uh, what he's working on is going to be important. JoJo Romero did pitch today against the Mets. He gave up uh, one run as he ended up giving up a home run. Mets hit two home runs today. Pete Alonso had a no doubt again, no doubter against Romero uh, there in the fourth inning. But obviously, with the work that he did last season down the stretch of the season, he was able to emerge as one of the true high leverage type uh, relievers for the Cardinals. And Marmel talked about uh, what really clicked in for Romero last year, where he was able to put himself in that position. I think from the neck up, this is a guy. Confidence plays a, a big part in this game. It's one thing to have stuff, it's another thing to believe in your stuff. And I think. He switched over to truly believing in his stuff, and now we're seeing uh, a different version of JoJo. But I, it comes down to confidence for me, and uh, you can tell that he started to believe in it before the stuff started to kind of play, and then it just it just rolled. And then final topic of the day, and it, it's kind of funny, just the organic nature of spring training one storyline turns into another storyline so for so long as uh, the the curiosity was whether or not Tommy Edmond was going to be available to start the season we connected that a lot to what was going to happen at the backup shortstop position well the team signs Brandon Crawford so we don't have to worry about the backup shortstop position anymore now the focus kind of changes to what's going to happen in center field if Tommy Edmond does not start the season on the active roster and he begins the year on the injured list. The the obvious thing is Dylan Carlson is going to be out there, but there's got to be other individuals who can play center field as well. So let's start with Carlson. He's still looking for his first hit of spring. He went uh, 0 for 3 uh, earlier today. And when you look at what's maybe holding him back, you'd like to see a little bit of more uh, left-hand power. And as Oliver Marmel gave a number of thoughts on a, a number of different things about Carlson specifically, he did talk about the power from the left side. He's working hard at it. We had a really good discussion with our hitting department today. Uh, early this morning, we spent a good 15, 20 minutes just on, on Dylan and then talking through what the next several weeks look like for him. Um, we talked about him defensively first, and then we talked about him on the offensive side and some of the things we need him to do, and uh, he's getting after it now. It's a matter of it showing up in games. Yeah. What does that high ceiling look like for you? I think he's a good player. Um, there's some things from the left side that will allow him to be an everyday player, and that's... Um, 
that's what we're kind of focused on. Is that we've talked enough about it. His ability to actually drive the baseball consistently is going to be part of that. Um, and there's certain adjustments that he started working on in the offseason that he's carrying into the cage work with Turner, B.A., and Packy um, that we talked about this morning. And our hope is that you start to see a little bit more separation in what he's doing. Um, that'll help both recognition and ability to drive the baseball. Although on paper he might be considered the fourth outfielder, sure. do you sense there's an awareness from him of kind of the opportunity before him here with Tommy Absolutely. a little delayed and stuff? Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I think it's it's pretty obvious that um, the next couple weeks we'll see how Eddie's going and there's an opportunity for him there early on if that's the case. So, yeah, I think everyone's aware of that. So, again, we're going down this path where maybe Tommy Edmond doesn't start the season on the active roster. If that's the case, you got to figure out who can play center field when Carlson isn't out there. Lars Newtbar is a choice. I, I get the sense that they would like to limit how often he goes out there if they have him go out there at all. So there's other people in the organization who they are giving looks to. In fact, uh, we saw a lot of Michael Ciani today against the Mets. He went uh, one for one. He's especially known for what he can do uh, in center field. And uh, Marmel certainly has thoughts on Ciani. He's a good defender, and he's going to get a lot of opportunity to continue to come in after some of these guys play and he's going to have certain games where he starts out there as well but we have a good defender on our hands for sure and then the other guy is victor scott and i don't think he is going to break camp with the team but there is certainly a possibility uh, a very legitimate possibility that he could uh make his major league debut this year and he's someone who's dynamic in the outfield dynamic on the bases offense is still coming around he's uh one for six so far in the spring has a couple hard hit balls uh that have been caught hasn't had a whole lot of luck but a lot of people are excited about uh, scott you know one of the things he does he keeps a notebook with him and when he learns things or when people talk to him he can pull out the notebook and just kind of jot things down so he doesn't forget it's a it's a he's it's really fun to watch a young guy like him develop the way he is and when you think about the center field situation, he's going to be a big part of that uh, moving forward. And uh, Marmel uh, talked a lot about Victor Scott and, and really how he feels like he's been performing recently. He's done a really nice job. And it's a matter of him going out there and getting more games under his belt. Um, so he has shown well. He's gone about it extremely well. He's asking good questions, taking notes. Um, everything about his last week has been positive. So continue on that progression him keeping the notebook was that coach's idea was that his idea um, one mine um, I've just served it what does that tell you about a guy that he's, he's studious he cares um, he wants to continue to, to grow and learn about the game and he's open to um, allowing others to speak into that so that's a good trait to have when you're young and wanting to play up here for a long time so that was Oliver Marmel speaking earlier today. This is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. We are in Jupiter, Florida, home of Cardinals Spring Training. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up the program as we make way for Slew Bilkins basketball tonight. Again, they are at home as they play host to Richmond. 7 o'clock tip-off, 6.45 the broadcast with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. More in a moment. This is Gray Bar Sports Open Line from Jupiter, Florida on KMOX. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports Open Line, live from Cardinal Spring Training and the D.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Once again, Matt Pauley on King of OX. 
starting to wrap up things on this edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line, a short version of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line tonight here on KMOX. We make way for Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. as they've got the call of Slew Billikens basketball tonight, matched up against Richmond's 7 o'clock start over at Chaffetz Arena. If you're looking for something to do this evening, you've still got time to, uh, to make your way over there. Our uh, coverage will begin at 6.45 after tonight. Just three more regular season games left for the Billikens as they try to collect as much momentum as they possibly can leading into the A-10 tournament, trying to get things going. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It has been a... Uh, it's been a struggle this year for the Billikens. They have just a 3-11 and conference record. Offensively, they've trended in a better direction here recently outside of an appearance, uh, a game here and a game there. The defense has been very much hit or miss, and we'll see what they're able to do tonight on their home floor as they match up against, uh, against Richmond, a team that uh, tends to have a fair amount of success in the Atlantic 10. St. Louis Blues hockey tonight. I, I, I hate doing this. I, I, and let me, I've been wrong a lot. I, when it comes to the Blues, there's no reason that at this time of the year, that on February 28th, I shouldn't be able to sit here and say like truthful things about the Blues. Truthful is the wrong way to say it. But I've so often this year, when I think they've got all the momentum and they're going to get this win and it's going to get them going, they lose. At times when I think they're going to lose, they win. Like, I've just been as wrong as you can possibly be about the Blues. The only thing I know about the Blues that I've been right on is they are incredibly inconsistent. They are consistently inconsistent with uh, them playing okay hockey and playing not-so-great hockey, and they're in another one of their tough stretches right now they have lost four of their last five. They have lost five of their last seven. That was coming off a really good run leading into the All-Star break and then just coming out of the All-Star break. There's a lot of hockey left to be played. And there's plenty of time to lift yourself up in the standings. But as they go into the game tonight, they are now six points back of Nashville for the final wild card spot. Six points is not insurmountable, but six points is not nothing, especially when you've got another team in between you in Nashville and Calgary, and then you've got another team right, right tied with you in Minnesota, and you've got another team that's just one point behind you in Seattle. So there's all these teams bunched up together, all sitting five, six, seven points back of the final playoff spot. It just feels like tonight's a night that they got to win. They got to win it. They got to they gotta find a way to wrap up what has been a miserable trip. They did not play well against Detroit. They did not play well against Winnipeg. We, we've had players getting benched. I'll talk more about that uh, probably on Friday. I, wanna, I, I, I don't have enough time tonight with us wrapping up early due to the Billikens. But I had thoughts when Pavel Buchnevich got benched earlier in the year by Drew Bannister. I didn't like it. It worked out okay. He responded to it, but then it's it's happened again, and I just I'm not buying into it. So we'll talk about that more again later in the week on on Friday is when we'll certainly uh, touch on that. But a game tonight where if they lose to Edmonton, I think you start looking at the pathway to them being a playoff club, and start you have to squint a little bit more 
to be able to uh, to be able to see it. So hopefully they win tonight. Hopefully they win, and maybe that gets them going back in the other direction, and they go back into one of their good spurts once again. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, that's going to do it for uh, the program this evening. Thanks so much for uh, being tuned in. We are broadcasting from Jupiter and Cardinal Spring Training. Tomorrow night is the countdown to opening day show. Mike Claiborne and myself will come your way. Look forward to talking to you then right here on KMOX. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.